With the most recent attacks, it's getting harder and harder to understand Israel's strategy. Also, is it okay to rescue tortured animals, even if you have to break and enter? And Trump on trial. Oh, my God, is it delicious. It's just wonderful. Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. Everybody's wonderful, everybody's beautiful, but you're delicious. Oh, we are going to talk about the deliciousness of the Trump trial. Uh, but right now, it is the Carell cast, and I am Carell, so very glad you are joining me. Um, I need to start on this Friday, and happy Friday, uh, with, you know, the last five weeks, four weeks, five weeks, we've talked a lot about Israel and Gaza and Palestinians. I, Phyllis, I love you. I love your rescue work. I understand where you're coming from. One of my listeners, Phyllis Kuhn, she does great rescue work for animals. If you can support Captain Care, please go online and do so. She has animals of her own that she can barely take care of because she is so busy taking care and rescuing of other animals. And it's called Captain Care. And if you love animals, please go support Captain Care. Uh, she needs your help. Uh, and, um, well, all rescues need your help. The one that rescued Ember needs your help. So Whiskers and Tails, uh, they all need your help. Uh, and it's mostly women, by the way, that rescue animals, not men, mostly women. Uh, okay, so Donald Trump uh, is on trial, and we are going to get to that. But his stance on Israel is appalling. That's why I thought of it just now. Uh, but Israel has bombed a refugee camp twice. Uh, I guess they didn't get it right the first time. Now, could members of Hamas have been hiding out in that camp? Sure. But at what point? Now, look, I don't want to get into this huge debate with you guys over this. Okay? I just, I really want you to think about at what point, okay, do we say enough, Israel? Even President Biden has now suggested a humanitarian pause, which is a ceasefire, by the way. You can call it by anything you like, but it's a ceasefire. And what is Israel's end? You know, Bibi Netanyahu is very much like a George Bush or a Donald Trump. He is not like a Joe Biden or a Barack Obama. Uh, and what is their end here now? What is their end game? Because it appears. Now, look, you can argue about their past atrocities, and rightfully so. You can argue that their treatment of the Palestinians in Gaza and the West Bank is horrible, rightfully so. You can argue that they've created an apartheid system, rightfully so. All of that is right, okay? However, they some of you even believe that Bibi Netanyahu put people up to the attack so they could do this, this cleansing. But at what point does it become just that? At what point does this become an eradication of the Palestinians and not just Hamas? 200 more dead in a refugee camp. And they didn't have a, a ties or affiliations to Hamas. Children, women. At what point do you say, Israel, you're now committing war crimes because that has been mentioned. It has been brought up at the UN by leaders. Not This is not me accusing Israel of war crimes. This is the world's leaders now accusing Israel of possible war crimes. At what point do we say, Israel, back the F up? Stop. 
We know you want to get rid of Hamas. We know that you were attacked unjustly. We know that Hamas is a terrorist organization that needs to release your... your pri They're killing their own hostages, perhaps. You know, if when they cut off food and water and all that, they're cutting that off to the hostages, too. When the hostages come back dead, they're going to blame Hamas, but they'll have some of their blood on their hands, Israel will. So again, on this weekend, I just want you to think, at what point does this become overkill, for lack of a better word? At what point do we say, Israel, stop? You've made, you're the fourth best military in the world. These people have sticks and rocks and some rockets, yes, but these rockets aren't the rockets that, that Israel has. Thank you, excuse me. You know, so at what point? Now, I'm not saying they should stop if you're, well, Corral, they haven't released the hostages, but I'm asking you, when do you believe enough is enough is enough is enough? When do you in your heart think, Okay, Israel, you've proven your point. You have military superiority, but you're just killing too many innocent people. When is attacking a refugee camp okay? When is that okay? Is it ever okay to attack it not once but twice, even if there's members of Hamas in there? When is it okay? I'm really... I'd really like to know what you have to say about that. You can leave your comments down below. You can uh, email comments at reallycorel.com. When is it okay in your mind to bomb a refugee camp, a place where people that have no other place to go have gone for some kind of solace, some kind of protection, and then bombs fall on them two days in a row? When is that okay? Because it sounds like a war crime to me. By the way, Ember has lost her mind. If you hear her in the background, I'm sorry. She's gone puppy crazy. So she cray cray right now. She's barking at everything. Anything that moves, the wind, she's barking at it. So it's a, it's a Friday and she's feeling her oats. Literally, she eats oats and she's feeling them. Uh, and I'm not going to yell at her while we're on air here. And, you know, Ember, <laughs> you know, it's not going to happen. So just enjoy the barking. Know that her voice is coming back. So when is it okay? God, and all the animals that are being killed. I know no one even thinks about that. But there are so many pets that are being killed that are being left with no food, no water, just like their owners. Their owners are dead or their owners have fled and couldn't take them. This is, this is horrifying. And I just, I want to ask again, at what point is it okay to bomb a refugee camp, not once, but twice, even... If Hamas is in there, if you know Hamas is in the refugee camp, why don't you send soldiers into the camp to get Hamas out? Why bomb the whole camp? Israel is on this bombing spree that has killed. Well, it's going to be 10,000 here soon. How many Palestinians have to die? And you and all of you Jewish supporters, of which I am, by the way, but all of you are saying, well, that doesn't matter. It doesn't matter because Hamas is the one killing them. Hamas won't release the hostages. Hamas keeps firing missiles. So their deaths are not on us. At what point are those deaths on you, Israel? And I'm asking you, my listeners, at what point do you, start attributing the deaths to Israel. 
because they're the ones killing the people right now. Hamas hasn't killed anybody in the last week, as far as I know, or just very few. How long before the world stands up and says, okay, Israel, and they're doing it now, Biden calling for a pause, a humanitarian pause. The other leaders have been calling for this for like two weeks now. Meanwhile, Ukraine is suffering the worst bombing since Russia started this because Russia now sees that we're distracted. So they're, they're, Ukraine, all the money we spent on Ukraine is going to be for nothing because now our Congress, run by a neo-Nazi Christian fascist, and that's what he is, uh, his wife and he believe that you can pray the gay out of me. Honey, you can lay hands on me, but don't pray while you're doing it, Okay. And by the way, I get the gay vibe from our new Speaker of the House, just like Mike Pence. It's always the men that are the most anti-gay that are, in fact, gay. Mike Pence, I've always gotten the gaydar. And this Speaker of the House guy, I've gotten my gaydar has blipped from him. And yet his wife used to do reparative therapy. Oh, yeah. These are the types. He's a self-loathing gay man. You wait and see. Anyway, when do we say enough is enough? When, what is, because Israel is losing the PR war. And how could they not? They're bombing refugee camps. Okay, they are truly killing innocent people. So in war, you're supposed to do everything you can to minimize civilian casualties because there's rules of war, which has always made me laugh. So, comments below. When do you start blaming this on Israel now? Do you ever? Is this all just response? Or is it a war crime when you bomb a refugee camp not once but twice? It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. Listening to the Corel Cast, driving you home or driving you crazy. So Israel is losing the PR battle. There's just no two ways about that. You know, another battle I'm watching is out of Sonoma County. And um, it involves an animal rights lawyer, activist, Walter H-U-S-E-I-N-G. Husang? Husang? I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Now, I've been watching it live on Unchained TV, which is run by my friend Jane Villas Mitchell. And Unchained TV is a vegan network. And they're, they're kind of militant, which is why I really haven't sought to join it, although I may. But they're very, they're very militant. They, you know, but there's a law in California that says if you see an animal being abused, that it's okay to go rescue it. That you know, if, you, if you witness abuse of an animal and the animal is obviously abused, you can go rescue it. Now, they made that law for dogs and cats and horses and things like that. But animal rights activists, took on the places that supply Whole Foods and other organic markets, their free-range chickens and all of that, the high-end ones, 
And their findings were horrific. Mummified chickens in the just mummified corpses, chicken heads just right below the horror, actual horror. And yes, chickens being abused. Now, most of the food you eat, if you eat meat or dairy, is tortured and abused. There's it's it's that's just a fact. It is not humanely, there's no such thing as humanely killed. Would you like to be humanely killed? You're like, no, I would I don't want to be killed at all. Exactly. Neither does an animal. So the notion that there's humane killing is ridiculous. There's not. Death is death, killing is killing. The only way an animal should die is of old age or an illness. So an animal rights group broke in and rescued chickens that were in horrible shape or were that were being treated horribly. Well, they got arrested and charged. All of them, everyone that was arrested, pled out and actually served no jail time and had charges basically dropped. But Walter, the animal rights attorney, did not drop out, okay? And he's been tried in Sonoma County, and the trial went to the jury five days ago. Yesterday, the jury said they had a verdict. He could end up going to jail for years for helping to rescue these animals that were obviously being abused. And the trial has been sort of a a monkey trial because... The prosecution has gotten and the judge has ruled for the prosecution repeatedly to stop video and stop photos of the abuse being introduced as evidence. They don't want the jury to see exactly how horribly these animals are being treated. So the corporations that are paying for this trial, these corporations have made it so with the judge and with the prosecutor, and I'm not saying there's grift going on here, but I've been following this child every day, and judges typically rule for the defense a lot more than this judge has. And Walter's a great lawyer, so he's wondering if he's going to jail for seven years. So yesterday they come in with a verdict, but only on one of the four counts, and they say we're horribly deadlocked on the other 11 to 1. We don't know if that's in favor of, we don't know whether it's guilty or innocent, but they're deadlocked 11 to 1, And what the judge do? Say, go back. And they're like, look, it's not going to change. And she didn't care. The judge said, go back. Makes me believe even more the judge is in the pocket of this agribusiness, you know, like in terms of campaign contributions or something. I have no proof of that, but I've never seen a judge behave this way in a trial. This white woman with her blonde hair will not let any evidence of the abuse in. A a jury has said to her, we are deadlocked, and she still says, go back, go back, go back. She should be dismissing, saying mistrial, but she won't. But the question becomes, if there is a law that says if you're seeing animals abused and people start going to slaughterhouses and to places where animals are raised for slaughter and start releasing them and rescuing them because of how horribly they're treated, Is that okay? Because it's fine with me. Is it okay? Because if you say it's okay for a dog or for a cat or for a horse, if someone sees obvious abuse going on, if you say it's okay to rescue that animal, then why isn't it okay to rescue cows and pigs and chickens that are being treated horribly before you eat them? Because they're going to be food. So in your mind, is it okay to treat food 
absolutely horribly. It doesn't matter how it's treated. But a cow, or I'm sorry, but a horse or a dog, that's different. I've never understood that. You would not let happen to a dog or a cat what happens to the food you eat. You would not allow it. You wouldn't eat a dog. Why not? It's meat. They eat it in other countries. Well, Corel. well, what? It's specious of you. And the notion that we would stop someone from hurting a dog or hurting a, a horse or hurting something, but not stop someone from hurting an animal that's in a slaughterhouse, you know, treating them horribly where they can't turn around in their cages, where they're around other dead animals, where they're, you know, just horribly living in a horrible life. The notion that we don't care how horrible these other animals live is the height of hypocrisy. So where do you stand? If you say it's okay to rescue an animal if it's being abused, then that has to apply to your food, your, to your food supply as well. You can't draw a line and say, well, you, can, you can't abuse some animals, but you can abuse others. Because that's what the law says right now. That it's not okay to abuse a dog or a cat. That, hell, Trump, one good deed, made it a felony to abuse you know, animals. Well, why not food stock? Why is it okay to let the cow that you're going to chop up and slaughter live a dreadful life prior to the death? Why is it okay to let pigs and chickens live horrifying lives prior to them being slaughtered? Why is that okay? And the agribusiness knows that you don't want to see it. You will look away. You don't want to see how your food is treated. Well, this organization said enough, went in and rescued animals, and now someone might go to jail for years, and his whole crime, he pissed off agribusiness. He pissed off the powerful and is trying to shine a light on how horribly Whole Foods, Mother's Markets, and all these other high-end organic places treat the animals that they label in their store as, you know, free-range this and no antibiotics that, and it's all bullcrap. They're living horrible lives. So where do you draw the line? Is it okay to abuse animals that you're not going to eat or not? Yes or no? It's a simple question. Put your comments down below. No this or that. No No. Yes or no? Should you be able to abuse an animal that you're going to eat versus one that you're not? Yes or no? The other animal related in the news, Britain has now banned and, and, and whales, uh, Basically, pit bulls. They're calling them XP bully dogs. America, they're, they're basically American pit bulls. And I just can't disagree with that more. Breed bans are stupid. That's like Donald Trump wanting to do breed bans on Chinese or on Muslims. It doesn't work for people and it doesn't work for dogs because guess what? There are no bad breeds of dogs, period. At all, end of story. Don't even quote me anything. There are no bad breeds of dogs. There's only bad breeds of people. That's it. That's all there is. And bad breeds of people train those dogs to be bad dogs. They're only doing it to please their masters. They think attacking people or attacking other dogs that they've been trained to do, they think that's what their master wants them to do. They want to please their human. And that's how they do it because they've been trained to do it. They'll do it even if they're hurt or injured or in pain just to please 
those dreadful owners. So you know what you should ban? Ban people that would treat dogs this way. Ban people that would train dogs this way. Don't ban the breed. Breed bans do not work, Britain. Breed bans don't work, EU, Wales. They don't work. You're taking it out on the dog. It's not that no dog is born bad, period. End of story. No dog is born a killer. No dog is born to maul people. Period. It's people that train them to do that. I'd rather you get rid of the people than the dogs. Because the dogs aren't hurting anybody. Okay? And if they do, they're doing it because of people. visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes, at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L dot com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast. Driving you home or driving you crazy. So the Trump fraud trial is going on in New York, and it's absolutely delicious. Now, next week, my birthday. My birthday is Tuesday, by the way, if you want to send cards, gifts, or flowers. Uh, my birthday is this coming Tuesday, November 7th. I'm not doing much for it. Everyone works. I'll probably be alone on my birthday, just me and Ember. Uh, but, you know, that's the way that is. Uh, anyway, so a couple things to remember about the fraud trial in New York. First of all, a judge has already said he's guilty, Okay. That his guilt is not at question in this trial. And his family's guilt is not in question. A judge already said they're guilty. This is for the punishment to find out how much money and or if they can still do business in New York. That's what this is about. Okay, this is a civil trial. The guilt has already been decided. Now this is to see if he can still do business in New York if the kids can still do business in New York, and if they have to pay up to a $250 million fine. So a judge has said that all the kids have to testify because they're on all the documents. You know, they, he assigned them to take over the company when he was president. And the judge said he has to testify as well. So Don Jr. testified yesterday, a snarky, ridiculous cokehead. And their, their defense is now ignorance. And by the way, ignorance is no defense under the law. You should, that's very clear. Just because you're ignorant of, of a fact or if you're ignorant of something going on does not mean you are not liable. So under the law, ignorance is not a defense. But Don Jr. sat there and said, oh, I, I don't know any of that stuff. The account, that's why we have accountants. Now, this is a guy that went to Wheaton, okay? And he's supposed to be well-versed in, in business affairs. And he sat there on the stand and said, I just signed the documents. I don't read them. I, I, you know, the, the CPAs, I trust all them. They prepare it. I, we sign them and that's that. Well, guess what? Many a criminal has tried to defend themselves by saying, I didn't know what I was signing. And guess what the court rules? But just signed it, Blanche. 
It's your name on the line. Did you sign this document or is it a fraudulent signature? Well, no, I signed it, but I, 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 many a contract has been held up in court. Trust me, I'm in, I'm in entertainment. And the first thing the judge says, did you sign it? Well, yes, that is my signature. And then it stops there. The judge doesn't want to hear anymore because you can't plead ignorance. I signed it, but I didn't read it, but I didn't know what I was signing. I didn't question it. Well, that's your ignorance. You shouldn't run around signing things willy-nilly that you don't know what you're signing. So ignorance is no defense, and God knows there's no one more ignorant than the Trump family. Uh, but they're all testifying. Now, Ivanka's fighting it truth and nail, and tooth and nail. And she's fighting it because if Ivanka goes on the stand and actually testifies legally, she drives nails in all their coffins. Okay, so you know, is she going to lie? Is she going to take the fifth? We don't know yet. Trump will just sit there and lie. He has no problem lying under oath at all. But the notion that you can plead ignorance, well, I, we have accountants for this. I don't know. I just sign what they tell me to sign. And that, yeah, then you're a bigger fucking moron than you look. Go do some more coke. So it's, it's just to watch this. He is going to be convicted, not only in this trial. In Georgia, several other states are filing charges against his fake electors. Now there's two lawsuits to get him off the ballot for his part in the insurrection. He is going down and he's taking the Republican Party with him. And I couldn't be happier. I just couldn't. If they make gains in this next election, then America is lost. Because if anyone votes for this party, how did George Santos survive being expelled? They're like they are truly like the Tootsie Pop of political parties. How many felonies does it take to get to the center of the GOP? I mean, how many? How many felonies do you have to be charged with before they actually say you can't be in our party anymore? It appears nine, 90 to 100 is not a problem. Literally. Between George Santos and Donald Trump, there's over 150 felony charges between the two of them. And yet they're both still in the Republican Party. They're both still being listened to. That's why the Republicans are the enemy of the people. They don't care about their members. They don't have any responsibility to you or I. They have put a Speaker of the House who is a neo-Nazi Christian fascist who, who the founders would throw out. The founders would throw him out of the building. They would. Oh, the founders wouldn't have had that. No way. And so watching this fraud trial, which does it really take a judge to tell us that Donald Trump is a fraudulent liar? I mean, those facts have been in evidence for a long time. And the judge, if you watch the judge in this case, is not buying any of this stuff. I mean, when Don Jr. was testifying, he all but rolled his eyes. It's like, you know, well, I didn't know. You, uh, I just signed the documents. Yes. How many science fictions have we seen where you sign a deal with the devil and then the devil comes to collect and you're like, well, I didn't know it meant that. Well, you should have read it. You should have read the fine print. So the notion that the Trump kids who run the company didn't know what they were signing, didn't know that those numbers were inflated and never questioned the numbers, just signed, ignorance is not bliss, which that quote, you know, I'm so sick of everyone getting that quote wrong. The quote is, where ignorance is bliss, tis folly to be wise. Okay, the quote was never saying that to be ignorant is joyful. 
It actually said that to be smart around ignorant people who are joyful in their ignorance is a folly. Well, Don Jr. seems joyful in his ignorance. So to be wise around him is ridiculous. And I'm sure the judge is seeing it that way. Trump is going down. If he doesn't, then America is going down. That, it's just that simple. Either Donald Trump is convicted of all the crimes that he has committed, or we're done as a nation when it comes to the justice system. We're, we're done. There, there, then there is no justice, and we have been taken over, and the coup is successful. So we better hope he goes down. We better hope that he's, he's already been found guilty in the fraud trial. That's what everyone's missing that point. The judge has already found them guilty. He, this is just about what their liability is. Civil trials have two parts, the guilt and then the, the financial aspect of it. So we'll see. But if he's not found guilty in every one, why isn't he, you know, I'm still just baffled why he's not in jail for the documents that he took. Why Jared Kushner is not in jail for selling those documents to the Saudis. I will never understand that. Why is that taking so long? Justice delayed is justice denied. And I think we all want some justice here, honey. And these trials where they're saying, hey, should he be pulled off the ballot? Of course he should. He openly engaged in insurrection. We all saw it. All right, I am Carell. You have a spectacular weekend. Take in a movie or watch something fun on TV. Get out in the world. Jog. Exercise. Love your animals. Love your husband or your wife or your mother or your father, whoever you got to love. I am Pharrell. Be who you want to be. Someone doesn't hurt anybody. We will see you on Monday and then on Wednesday and on Tuesday. I'll have a birthday. it's Pharrell. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today and remind you there's a way to never miss a thing and that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash reallycorel. That's youtube.com forward slash reallycorel for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. That's patreon.com forward slash reallycorel. My website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, reallycorel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free CorelCast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free CorelCast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.